0: The, the atmosphere is way off. I want to start talking about, like, Moomins or something.
1: Hello, and welcome to the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. This is episode 47, Quiden. Hello, Andrew.
0: Hello. Yes, hello. I can See, now I, I can't see you, so I can't see your facial cues from when you're done talking.
1: That's why I said hello, Andrew. I
0: know, but it caught me off guard.
1: And now I'm hoping you'll just take us through the podcast, lead, leading, leading us through the whole thing. The
0: whole thing? Just like, well, you, you'll sit there nodding, understanding? <laughs> I'll sit
1: there nodding thoughtfully every once in a while, yeah. Uh, Kwaiden is a 1965, actually I'm, uh, I believe it's pronounced Kaiden, oh. but it's spelled Kwaiden. It's a 1965 Japanese horror movie directed by Masaki Kobayashi. It's based on a
0: book. The originator of
1: the famous Maru. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He created the Maru that (laughs) stumped so many captains until uh, Mr. Kirk came through. It's based on a novel uh, collection of Japanese folktales by the same uh, of the same name by the author Lafcadio Hearn. Good. I I mean, I think I've actually I was not like really into Japanese cinema before
0: uh, like last year. Did you have
1: much experience with it? I had seen a couple of Kurosawa movies. Oh, okay. Um and they were good, but I wasn't like, oh, I got to watch like a bunch of Japanese cinema. Right. And then and then, the combination of us doing a bunch of Japanese movies And then you or, watched like, House. You know, well, House, yeah. House is awesome. <laughs> exactly. And then we watched then we watched like 3 or 4 other Japanese horror movies and then I also watched the uh, crime movies. Um film Filmstruck.
0: The Tokyo when, Drifter when was, and
1: uh branded to Kill. Yeah. Were the two I watched. Which are, and, I, which mean, those are have both been, I
0: think, atypical crime films.
1: <laughs> no, they're atypical crime films, but they're... Uh, between those two, and then also this movie, Kaiden, which I liked. Yeah. Um, those are all, like... I'm actually, like, I'm kind of, like, a fan of Japanese cinema from this period. Like, I can't speak to, like, you know, all Japanese cinema, but the movies I've seen, like, the genre films have a real cool vibe with them. Maybe I just, I mean, I've obviously picked out like the best ones, probably. Right. <laughs> because. But I mean, that's but,
0: what you do with Western films, or ideally you should be doing, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I don't know. Well, okay. I think I'm probably picking out standouts anyway. Sure. But it's not. For hard movies. I don't know if I'm picking out like the best movies. Right.
0: But it's its that natural filter of people don't translate, they don't bring over, they don't spend the effort to bring over garbage. No, that's true. Because, because no one's going to want it. So you're not going to. That's <laughs> true. You wanna spend time, you know, translating like real B tier, you know action drama knockoffs or romantic comedies.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why, um, that's why they're not gonna translate any of those Avengers movies in Japanese.
0: Well those those are blockbusters. Those just are special effects shows that make a lot of money.
1: I'm just kidding. Those movies are fine. <laughs>
0: Hollywood is, has a long history of the international market.
1: Yeah. Not, remember last year's crossover hit the Great Wall starring Matthew Damon.
0: Oh, uh, yes. that. Uh, you know what? I can picture what that movie looks like. I picture a lot of CG. I picture a kind of like yellow brownish color palette.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: But I honestly don't believe. I mean, I know that movie exists because you said it existed and you wouldn't lie to me like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i can't imagine what it looked like
1: yeah i mean i think that movie was famous for being like one of the first like japanese slash i mean not japanese sorry chinese slash western joint productions meant to be like a money money bag and i don't think it really did what it was supposed Uh, to do uh,
0: can you uh, there's gotta be a it reminds you of like what's it's like that egypt movie that came out i think zach said it
1: Egypt by Zack Snyder wasn't
0: there like some or some weird guy some like director did the movie where like Russell Crowe is an Egyptian or something oh wasn't that um
1: the guy from uh Requiem for a Dream
0: no because it was like a shitty looking action movie I think
1: well yeah I thought what's what is that guy's name Aronofsky yeah no, I thought he did one I think Ridley Scott also did uh, a Russell Crowe
0: was that like Tree of Life um, or something? Was Russell Crowe in that?
1: Tree of Life was uh, no. That was Hugh Jackman. I don't know, that's not what I'm thinking of. I think he did one of the shitty ones. Same
0: same country though, at least, right?
1: I don't. Is is it? I don't even know what, really what Tree of Life is. I thought it was. No, I mean Russell Crowe like and Hugh Jackman.
0: Jackman.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe it wasn't him. I feel like it was some guy like him
1: yeah I mean it could have been oh I'm not even what was it what did you say what was the movie we were just talking about with how, Hugh Jackman Tree of Life that's Terrence Malick okay I was thinking of The Fountain okay yes you're right uh, but um yeah I think there is a uh, biblical Russell Crowe movie it must be by Ridley Scott Gods of Egypt
0: maybe no. Gods
1: of oh that's not even that's got Anthony Hopkins right
0: yeah maybe okay I was thinking I feel like I was thinking of something else there's like another there is like what is the genre I guess it's like blockbusters before like the ones we think of as blockbusters
1: what is it gods of egypt yeah yeah what is what are you trying to describe for the genre it's like a genre of like
0: you know it's like how i described that wall movie where it's like yellowish brown oh brown brown
1: movies that cost too much yeah
0: <laughs> without um da, 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 something carter
1: oh john carter of mars john carter of mars yeah oh that movie is actually pretty good yeah sure thing buddy that was like an under-the-radar one. It's also not brown. <laughs> the posters are all brown, but the movie's quite colorful. Does it have Eva Green in it? it looks like it should have Eva Green in it.
0: Anyway. I, this is
1: like, I feel like there's... Well, there's quite a cast to this movie. Maybe we should do this movie. What movie? Gods of Egypt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gerard it's Butler? Jeffrey Rush, Chadwick Boseman, the guy from Game of Thrones, Gerard Butler... I guess that's it. A bunch of other people. All right, never mind. <laughs> no. okay. We don't, have, we don't We don't. have to do Gods of Egypt.
0: Okay, good. Sure, dodge that bullet.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, Quietin, are you going to give us a summary of that? Yeah,
0: I can give you a summary. Do you want four summaries?
1: Yes, because Quietin is an anthology of four different stories. Is it four or is it three? It's four. I guess it's four. Yeah. The last one's not really a story, though, is it? I mean, that's that's
0: part of the point of it, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. I suppose it is.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) The story. Oh,
1: tricky, tricky, tricky.
0: (laughs) Snuck one in on you.
1: Yeah, look at them.
0: So the first one is... I forget the name. Black Hair? Something to that effect? Yep, the Black Hair. Black Hair. It is about a masterless samurai who leaves like... Or like his master dies. So he leaves his wife to go find employ somewhere else marries another woman to you know for money and security but can't stop thinking about his old wife he goes back the her, their old house is overrun but she's still there but nope she's not dead there because she's a dead skeleton
1: and then her hair attacks him fair enough that's <laughs> I mean, that was like a 30 second summary of like a good half an hour at least. Yeah. I, mean, I think that was the longest. That felt like the longest one to me. But the, the
0: tricky thing about these, though, is they're very easy to describe. That's true. I think because they're very like um, folktale ish. They're, yeah, they're exactly folktales. And folktales <laughs> uh, can be described very quickly because mm-hmm. they're often a simple premise set up and there's a lesson. So, is that a question? <laughs> that, yeah, that was a, a lesson. Usually. I mean, that, that, there's a lesson to that one. Yeah, Most folk tales have lessons, I think, or a lot of them do.
1: I don't know that the other three have lessons, though, really.
0: Well, I guess doesn't every story have a moral, a lesson? No, I don't think every Something story Something to be gleaned moral. from, just sometimes not explicitly.
1: Well, I think a moral specifically right. is, is a lesson of, of morality, right? Yeah. So I think that the black hair has a lesson of morality, and I don't think the other three do.
0: Well, the other three are don't listen to ghosts or do listen to ghosts. One of the two.
1: (laughs) I think it's confusing. It's a confusing. It's a confusing. uh, Well,
0: on conflicting messages of whether or not I should listen to ghosts.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think probably I like if it was me, I probably wouldn't. I would listen. I wouldn't listen to a ghost. Listen, if a ghost. Unless I thought I should listen to the ghost. If a
0: ghost told me to do something, or else I would listen to that ghost.
1: (laughs) It's just good. I would. I listen to a ghost that told me not to do something. If it told me to do something, I wouldn't do it. Yes,
0: okay, exactly. And actually, that's what this movie tells
1: you. <laughs> I suppose, kind of, I mean. How-
0: yes, because we oh, get she- to part two, The Woman in the Snow. Yep. Okay. Part two, The Woman in the Snow, there's an old lumberjack and a young lumberjack. They're lost in the woods, and it's cold, and it's snowy. And they find refuge in a, like a fisherman's hut, fisherman's hut. And then a mm-hmm. snow woman comes in, sucks all the blood out of one of the guys, but lets the other guy live because he's so young. And then eventually he gets he le- but she says, "Oh, you can't tell anyone what happened. You can't tell anyone about me." And he continues on his life. He gets married, has kids, but and then he tells his wife about the snow woman, but it turns out his wife was a snow woman, and then she leaves him forever, sparing him because
1: of the kids. The end. The end.
0: Listen to what ghosts tell oh. you
1: yeah i mean i i I was thinking about what i had said yeah while you were doing that i realized that my advice is meaningless yeah you're not a ghost no (laughs) yeah fair (laughs) enough (laughs) no i mean you could take it both ways i guess probably that's self-evident but
0: then part three hoichi the earless i think it's my favorite one hoichi um does not has ears for a good portion of
1: this uh but the 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 jest is when he loses them yes
0: so this starts off with like a like a large rock opera, of sorts.
1: It's like a oh yeah For, <laughs> yeah yeah. I say I forgot about that. That's 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 really cool how it does that actually. It's,
0: it's about ba- it's a ballad of a battle between the Henkai and the Genji, I believe. Heikai um, and the Genji. I believe that's yeah. what it is. The Hekai I lose the battle. Then there's like a shrine built in their memory, you know, because of all the lost souls, because they dove in the water and killed themselves rather than surrender. Mm-hmm. And so then there's Hoichi, who's got plenty of ears but not functioning eyes, and he's visited by a ghost because he plays the biwa real good. So he plays the biwa for the ghosts, but then he has to keep doing it. It starts making him sick and bad feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. Too he gets too tired. He gets like ghost exhaustion. Then so they cover him in like script. I think what, I forget what they call it exactly. The Heart Sutra. Yes, so that the ghost can't see him. So he stays quiet when the ghost appears. But you know what they forget? They forget to cover his ears. And then that ghost grabs him by the ears, tears him apart, and plucks his ears right off. And then he goes back, plays, but is found by his friends where he, the fellow monks at the mo, at the temple and he's pulled away and the spirits are laid to rest. And then everyone from far and wide comes to play here Huichi the Yearless play is Biwa. He's good.
1: He's good at he's it. He's
0: real good at it. So good that ghosts wanted him to play it forever. Like he gives them like their last rites to some extent if you will. Yeah, it was, it was a really cool, it was a cool story. And then last is the cup of tea, cup of tea, in a cup of tea, in the cup of tea, in a cup, of in tea. a cup of tea, which is a story within a story about how stories are unfinished. It's an unfinished story within an unfinished story about unfinished stories.
1: Yes. Yeah, I actually got a nosebleed just thinking about it. Yeah.
0: So an editor. So there's some girls outside playing like badminton or something for a while and then they get their badminton stuck on the roof and they have to hook it down but then also there's like an editor who goes to an inn because he wants to find like what a writer's been working on you know to collect on his due or to collect his like where his story so far but the story that the writer's writing is about some kind of officer i, I don't know i, I not sure what his exact position was
1: i mean i guess he would be a samurai right but like uh, yeah
0: but like a good but like a good one like a
1: yeah a
0: prominent or a more prom
1: not like a silver samurai but like a good samurai. right
0: not a street samurai but like a house samurai
1: <laughs> yeah so he's he's like one of many for for uh, for what is it called daimyo
0: maybe i there's a lot of phrases and terms and they all uh, you know if you ask me to describe medieval hierarchy
1: like yeah, and I suspect it was it was different in different uh, like ages of Japan's history. Yeah. But uh anyway, he was one of many of a retinue. Right. Well, he, right, regarding cause some cause important I, I person. I
0: Imagine like the, like between like with a knight samurais and soldiers are different classes. Yeah, I think he was a samurai. So he though. was likely a samurai. Anyway, so he's drinking and then there's a dude in the cup who just is like, "Hey, what's up?" And then he splashes the guy a couple of times and drinks him cuz he's like, "I'm sick of this weirdo in my teacup." But then the guy comes to visit him, and he attacks him. But the guy's a ghost, obviously. He's in his teacup. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. So he, like, he lunges out and attacks him. So the, so the ghost, got, the ghost so, samurais, three retainers come, mm-hmm. and the guy tries to fight him off, and then he goes crazy, and that's where the story ends. So we cut back to our other story. Like he just kind of ends with him laughing maniacally, thinking he killed them, but they all, all the retainers come back. Cause they're ghosts. And then we cut to, a, we cut back where the editor is like, well, that's the end of the story. And then they scream. then there's like the woman and she screams Cause the, the um, author is in the cup. He's in the cup of tea. And then the movie ends. So did the author die? I don't know. <laughs> the story's unfinished. I have so many questions. The story's unfinished. Why did the author get in the cup of tea? Was the author
1: always a ghost was the author always a cup of tea?
0: These are all important questions that I don't have answers for because the story is in purposely vague. That's it. That's
1: the movie. So I, I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was uh, a good time. Yes. It reminded me a lot of some of the hair, Hammer uh, or the uh, – I don't even know if they're all hit by Hammer, but like Tales from like the, the, Tales from the Crypt with Peter Cushing or uh, I think it's called Asylum – uh, there's a couple. There's a couple good horror anthologies from the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, even Creepshow. Like those are all. Um, it's kind of a fun genre that doesn't get a lot of uh, play. And I think in a lot of ways, a horror tale is 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 like horror is the ideal genre mo- movie type, uh, ideal uh, vehicle for a anthology uh, movie.
0: Right because it doesn't overstay its welcome it doesn't overreach on its source material. Mhm. Especially since uh, horror, I guess it's been since like, you know, the golden age that we started in. The as soon as a horror movie started making money, they cranked out sequels. All re- yeah. all back to the house of Dracula.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I think just like the 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 horror story tends to be uh it tends to not require It tends to only require a few, a little bit of setup and then a little bit of payoff, I guess. Yeah. As as like a story. And and I guess that's true of a lot of stories, but you don't need necessarily the same amount of setup as you do for like a romantic comedy. Right. With a horror movie, you can kind
0: of. You don't need a 10 year movie plan and a multi movie. (laughs) You don't need to set up the Babadook universe.
1: I mean, I'd be into that. <laughs> that just stressed out, stressed out moms. <laughs> it's just not just a, a lot of a lot of good horror movies about stressed out moms. I can only think of the Baba Duke.
0: Hereditary is about a stressed out mom. I have still haven't seen that. I liked it a
1: lot. Yeah, it's on my if list. We're talking just modern see. horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 thing was like, I wanted to see Mandy. I wanted to see the Baba I mean. uh, Hardy did not want to see a quiet place. Really, <laughs>
0: let me. T- a quiet place is like um, it's like a good gimmick, but a like an alright movie.
1: Yeah, I man, I like Emily Blunt.
0: Like they, she's good. They to get sidetracked a little. Mm-hmm. they execute their premise well. But mm-hmm. it, underneath that, it's, like, a really schlocky B-horror movie. Yeah. Where people make a... Where there's, like, no characters. And then the no characters make a lot of decisions that make no sense. And everything that happens purely to, like, move the plot forward. Like, it doesn't feel... Like, any... Like, it it's clearly like a plot vehicle. And nothing... Like, it's like, okay, well, something else has to happen to make like something else has something else has to make a sound. So it's like, what's the next thing that's going to make a sound? Yeah. That's basically the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you see they're making another one? Not another quiet place, but another movie where loud stuff makes bugs kill you or whatever.
0: I mean, that's probably because that movie did well.
1: Yeah. I mean, it definitely
0: is. Yeah. No, it's it's got Stanley Tucci in it. It's like,
1: it's, that's basically it. Like, yeah. And there was Bird Box.
0: Yeah, that's like Quiet Place but you can't see.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's like an so. it's like an audiobook.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's the audiobook of the quiet place. A quiet place. Whatever. The point is like
0: I don't go to horror movies for like slasher films basically. No, I me mean neither. And that's jump scares and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's basically what that movie is.
1: Hmm.
0: But they execute on the silence better than like it's well executed silence. But if you watched it twice and you and you got you got the gimmick, it's like oh, without the tingler. If, <laughs> I've already <laughs> felt the tingler once. Now I'm just watching a bad movie.
1: I usually felt the tingler every night before I go to bed.
0: <laughs> I've plugged up my tingler for all horror movies. <laughs> plugged up my tingler. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I feel like it really like you know amplifies any horror experience
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I mean it starts in the spine works its way up
0: yeah whenever whenever the uh, the, the woman in snow turned to the ghost form and everything was blue ooh I got that tingle
1: <laughs> and it really got me sucked into the movie so did you have a favorite um, story um I mean it doesn't have to be a favorite for life it can be a favorite like for, for, for this very time. moment yeah
0: I think I liked the. I think I like Hoichi the Earless the best.
1: Yeah, I mean I do too. Although I've been thinking about it since you said it, and I might like it in a cup of tea a lot right now. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so <laughs> I because did... it's so clever. To, I mean, it's not even like it's not even like knock you down clever, but it's it's cute and clever in a, like a fun way. Yeah.
0: Have you ever seen? Oh God, what's that called? Buster Scruggs. For fake.
1: Buster Scruggs, yeah, yeah, of Buster Scruggs. Have you ever seen that? Yes, it's an excellent okay.
0: movie. I the Cup of Tea reminds me of the last segment of that.
1: Is that the one where they're all, all on the, stage uh, they're coach. the coach? Yeah, yeah.
0: Where it's short, it's simple. Like it's in a lot of ways the least developed of the all, like the of the anthologies. Oh, but that that's fucking brilliant. It is though. The sequence. I feel like the same way about a cup of tea. Yeah, like it's short. Like it has its thing, and it does it like perfectly. Yeah, that's true. But then like, well it's, it's not as long as the rest, you don't get to, you don't really meet the characters as much, but it's it's a very different thing.
1: It's true. I don't I don't know if I like it better than Huichi the because Huichi the was like very artful in the way it had that long sequence at the beginning. Yeah, which man, that
0: <laughs> that long sequence at the beginning that uh on like all those boats
1: and Yep. So it's like clearly on a sound stage. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be, though. It's supposed to be like a theater. Right. Like, it's supposed to remind you of a theater. Right, but, like,
0: such good... I don't know how big that their ocean was, but I feel like there was such good visual trickery that it felt massive all the time. Yeah.
1: They give you a good... They really played with scale in a way that made you think it was it was fairly large. Yeah. I, I mean, I like I, I also don't know, like, what the... Maybe they built a giant soundstage, but, like... Right, I, it f- did. I feel like it could be huge or it could be absolutely tiny. Yeah. And it could only I, mean, I would lean I would lean toward it being fairly tiny and just doing like a bunch of different shots, like rebuilding it. And yeah. They could even use a lot of the same boats and stuff. Like we wouldn't really have noticed. Right.
0: Like like it pretty much fit all the boats that were on state, like in shot was pretty much all the, the entire thing you could see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah. and that thing just like goes too. That intro.
1: Yeah, I mean it starts yeah, I mean like it's it starts in, or just like goes on for a while no i
0: mean like i mean it goes in a good way
1: yeah i mean i I i thought it was really cool yeah I it was exactly really cool it's
0: like that's <laughs> why i call it like a, it's almost like a little rock opera it's yeah it's a little opera it's a ballad traditionally is
1: what yeah, you'd I'd call that it. yeah i believe right what's that a, you would call it a ballad yeah yeah i thought I, I would think i don't I'm, i don't know if there's like a specific uh form that it's 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 right it's doing but uh yeah i think it would in western terms it's definitely I'll, a ballad
0: is, is that like what a a long form story song is considered a ballad or does it have to have certain yeah. themes
1: uh i don't i don't think a ballad is necessarily uh thematically limited but i mean it could be I'm um, you're, you're out of my depth a little bit but i would i would i don't think i think i like that would definitely fall into the ballad though
0: mm <laughs> Yeah, it's a song narrating a story and short stanzas. So, in the broadest sense, is like it's it's Uh, the first
1: two. I'm not as fond of, but they're both pretty good, pretty decent.
0: Yes, yeah. It it ends a lot stronger than it starts. Yeah, and I, the second one, I think had some of my favorite visuals in it.
1: Yeah, well, there was a cool um, map painting in the backdrop of like like, the, the, the lady in the snow's eyes. Yes. That stuff was really cool. And I especially like the... Like, when
0: he's at the house and they're revealed, like, when she becomes the woman in the snow again, and there's, Mm -hmm. like, a clear lighting delineation between the children's room and the main room. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where the main room, where she is, it's completely covered in an icy blue. But once you cross the threshold into the children's room, it's just normal lighting, normal color.
1: Oh, interesting. I don't think I noticed that. Oh.
0: Like, even, like, whenever the shots cut to it, even, like, when, she, like, it would cut to her, I think, like, placing something in it, it was completely, it was no blue, it was just normal lighting. Like, she was, you know, separating her woman with no power from the children. Like, they were not a part of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was really cool. I don't know that I realized it was her until, like, a, a few minutes after she... Um, I don't think I noticed it was her at first, anyway. Right, I mean, I had known well in advance of the reveal in the movie, but I don't know. I thought actually at first, my brain at first went to like, oh, he's going to meet this girl and tell her like on his wedding night or something, and he's going to get yeah. both killed or something like that. Oh, he's going to tell. And his then mother. I realized <laughs> it was just kind of the same actress.
0: Yes, he's going to tell his mother as soon as he sees her. Yeah, yeah,
1: I was just waiting for that, and then he doesn't do it till till so his mother's long dead. She never even got to hear about it. <laughs> Cool. So on this uh, on the subject of Japanese uh, movies with snow in the title, I would also like to recommend Lady Snowblood, since we won't talk about it on this sh- on this show. No, I've seen it. Li- it's not technically a horror movie, but it's a great movie. Yeah, I have also seen Lady Snowblood. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. I haven't seen the second one, but I believe I do own it, so I should probably watch it one of these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you bought the one, they always come in a double pack.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, that was it's a bit, it was a favorite of mine for a long time. I'm sure it was a favorite of a lot of people.
0: That's you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that whole part in Kill Bill. It's just Lady Snowblood. That whole character yeah. is just Lady Snowblood.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Watch enough Japanese cinema, and you'll see the entirety of you know Quentin Tarantino's what his yeah. his his entirety of his gimmicks.
1: Well, certainly Kill Bill. I mean, he's got he borrowed from a lot of other places, right? But <laughs> Kill Bill is like you know a lot of Japanese cinema. Yeah.
0: You know pulling the, like the exact actress from battle royale
1: i didn't know that for what
0: the girl with the ball in the chain is like the girl who had it. like the that weird scythe thing i believe like the track girl okay from battle royale i've never seen battle royale oh it's battle royale's good <laughs> okay I like battle royale completely unrelated to the home games you know
1: Yeah, I've heard that it's It's entirely unrelated. It's like the exact same same premise. Yeah, but other than that, they're they're different. Yeah, entirely different. Other than the premise being the same, they're
0: extremely different. Whatever. Everything (laughs) is already made.
1: Yeah, I don't think we're going to relitigate that one. (laughs) No, there's no point to it.
0: Everything's already been made by somebody else there's no escaping it even if you did even if you weren't aware of it you're still going to make something somebody else already made even if you aren't aware of the source material you're probably aware of so much trickle down you're probably been inundated by so much trickle down culture that you copy something without even being aware of the original thing just because the ideas have s- sunk into you after so long especially after a certain age where that was like very much a i think that was I felt like Battle Royale was one of those import movies what do you mean like it was you know a popular Japan movie if you will
1: oh like a well, a common movie for people to watch that right. wanted to watch Japanese movies yeah yeah yeah
0: Japan in that case yeah, being gotcha. like uppercase air quote kind of things like here's a movie from Japan here's Akira mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was you know had a, someone brought it over someone look it was what I think it was probably one of their I imagine it was one of the early, early localized films before everything just started getting localized everywhere
1: what battle royale yeah yeah I mean I think that like I think probably like the curacao movies and like you said Akira ghost in the shell there's lots of stuff about that because that movie didn't come out to like the 2000s right battle royale I don't remember early 90s I definitely was hearing about it when like Bill well I guess it must have been before Kill Bill so Kill Bill came out probably I don't know in the two thousands. I feel like Battle Royale was like from the nineties at least. Could be from the late nineties. Uh, no, two thousands. Two thousand. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that was still twenty years ago now. Yes. Fair enough. So what about that hair lady? Oh, the first the first one? Yeah. Um yeah, she's nuts.
0: She wasn't nuts, she was just dead.
1: Yeah, that was uh, it. Was kind of cool when he was like aging really rapidly as he was running from room to room.
0: Yeah, because I feel like that's like the weakest of like the stories of them.
1: It was, I, I think. I was able to I describe think. it in thirty seconds for a reason, but I think it was also like the second most horrifying one. Sure. Yeah.
0: Especially when he like flips over, and then she's just a
1: skeleton. Yeah, and he's like, he's all of a sudden he's in a ruined house. Right. And he or was that he was ruined. always in a
0: ruined house, but like the one room that she was in Yeah, right. Was the one unruined room until he goes to sleep and wakes up the next day.
1: Yeah, and then it's a complete still disaster like everything else. And he has to run away from the hair. Uh so what else do you want to say about Kaiden? Kaiden? Yes, Kaiden. Kaiden. What else do I
0: want to say Kaiden.
1: It was it was it was fairly lengthy, but I don't think it it didn't feel particularly lengthy to watch.
0: No, no. Well, I think it was like a little lengthy towards the beginning.
1: Yeah, I think sometime in the, when the second story started, I was like, "Oh boy, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a a long movie. It's gonna be a long time." <laughs> it is. It was a three-hour
0: long movie, but then it just like kicked in and like, "All right, now I'm always I'm all in for this movie."
1: Yeah, I think the second story is fairly short, and Huichi's fairly compelling, so it like all of a sudden it was along pretty quick at that point.
0: Yeah, Huichi starts off like here's a lot of music, here's a lot of sound. Yep, that's true. So th- was this the first movie in color we've seen from Japan?
1: House, uh, house excluded, because uh, House came Baba on. was not in color, right?
0: Yeah, Onibaba Baba wasn't. Kuroneko was. Kuroneko definitely wasn't. Yeah. So it must
1: have just been House. Was that, have we only seen four? Maybe so.
0: I feel like House is a little bit later.
1: House feels. House is from seventy-seven. Yeah, so House feels like it's from the seventies. Onibaba, no, Carneco Godzilla was black and white. House, uh, so yeah, I guess so.
0: I can't believe this fucking other house movie shows up when I search for a house.
1: What's the what's the other house? There's
0: like movie. two other house movies that show up. Wow. Well they're they're in the they're competing
1: in the wrong namespace, is what I would say.
0: Well they're competing in the right namespace because they're the ones that come up. I suppose so. Oh, if I search house do I get it yeah it makes a strong use of color and like I like like I was saying with the especially the woman in snow the woman in the snow yeah, yeah that, that movie does do really well with color I would say especially you know like like you mentioned the painted backdrops which are definitely like very not real like they're very surreal and very unnatural on purpose like they're off. They they're green. They're like these greenish blues. And they even when the eye isn't less apparent, they always swirl into these eye shapes. There's a lot of long, like very wide
1: establishing shots in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're true. And there's some great, yeah, some great like um, there's a great use of like verticality too. Like uh, it's it's pretty often that there's like two things on the side. Maybe this is kind of what you're, kind of what you're saying. But there's a lot of those are great shots. There's a lot of great shots with like the focus in the middle and then two symmetrical framing. Um, something something symmetrically flaming them on either side. Yeah. Like whether it's trees or like a uh, some kind of architectural arrangement. But there's a lot of shots like that that are really cool to see.
0: Or something is very clearly in focus in a very large shot. like mm-hmm. Especially Hoichi, like when he was performing and when he was first entering the gate. Like it, Those are massively wide shots. Yeah. But everything is focused like on the center and he's in the very center of the shot.
1: It actually really made me kind of feel like a, like we were watching like an epic from this like one of those uh, biblical epics or something. Yeah. These like giant soundstage sets.
0: But they also had like a bunch of tiny like it was they went back and forth because some of the sets felt like tiny and
1: crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it was Yeah, it was very it was actually it was a very compelling movie visually. Oh then,
0: you know, they the yeah, like the um the the way that the, like the guard like the the they use color a lot to contrast to, like otherworldliness, I think.
1: Hmm. Well, you I guess that the example of the woman of the snow that you gave before yeah
0: count, but then there's also the guards, like the the sort of like the retainers or the guards, whatever you to call them, in a cup of tea. Yep. All have they're three. They have three brightly colored like ponchos or clothes. Yeah, they're all
1: different colors, right? Yeah.
0: And they're clearly like not—they're like red, blue, and like red, green, and purple, or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they're very, like they stick out
1: clearly. Yeah, probably meant to contrast the retainers, like all the, the matching retainers. Yeah, but they're they are somewhat more drab uniforms, I guess.
0: Yeah, because they, they, they're they're all in uniform, but they're very they're brightly colored uniforms, mm-hmm. and they all stick out. Yeah. All right, so let's let's break down the lessons. What's the lesson of the first movie?
1: The first movie is, let's see, the first movie is The, first the story story. So it's don't, don't, uh, first story, sorry. The yeah. first story yes. is The Black Hair. Yep. Don't, um, leave your wife. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, second one.
1: Ever. Ever, no matter what. Yeah, you'll regret it.
0: She'll come back as a hair monster and eat you. Yeah, don't, don't, don't eat, don't, don't put hair
1: in your mouth. Yes.
0: The hair is always blacker on the other side. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, the woman of the snow. Yes. The lesson is, I would say, uh, don't uh, make sure you do what ghosts say. Okay. Lesson number three: Hoichi the earless. Do not do what ghosts say. <laughs> right. Under any
0: circumstances. <laughs> lesson number four: In a cup of tea.
1: Um. The lesson of a cup of tea is don't drink tea. All right. No. Don't drink haunted tea. Okay.
0: Good. 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 Don't want big tea coming down on us.
1: No, yeah. Twinnings is a is a (laughs) platinum sponsor of our show.
0: Weird that we never talk about them, even though they've hit the platinum level.
1: Yeah, they're (laughs) platinum month after month. That's just that's just the fifth or sixth lowest level of sponsor on the show.
0: Oh, we go up to like diamonds and stuff then. Yeah, diamond, extreme diamond, triple diamond, diamond two, diamond (laughs) three, yeah, triple diamond, platinum diamond. Then there's diamond platinum, triple diamond platinum. They're really just other flavors of diamond all the way up. It just sounds the most important.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this this episode is brought to you by Twinings. <laughs> they make tea. Or it could be pronounced twinings. I don't know, they didn't send me a pronunciation guide, so <laughs> well, I'm just it, what does your call to action say? Um <laughs> Splish splash by Twinings <laughs> or Twinings. They make the hottest teas.
0: Yeah, let me just check my email real quick. Boil that water.
1: Oh, uh, did you know? Oh, sorry, did you know Twining's has a vaguely English bent to it? It does. It says there's an actual shop. It's a it's a literal shop in London.
0: Well, now that great British taste has jumped over the sea on its way to America,
1: Brexit yourself into Twining's. Mm.
0: Chug, 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 chug Not problems I have to worry about here in America. We've got our own.
1: But not that <laughs> one.
0: Enough.
1: Can't spare any brain power for Brexit. <laughs>
0: Why take shots at each other across the pond when well, you can trade shots of tea across the pond? <laughs> Try twinning t- 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 twangs today. My favorite Actually, is English brunch.
1: You take Irish breakfast and
0: English breakfast and mix them together.
1: Uh, brunch is specifically a meal you eat between 11 and 1. It's true. No. Eleven thirty? No, it's it's ten thirty and eleven fifty nine. Yeah, but otherwise you're not eating brunch. Let's Matt,
0: can I take you aside for a second, please? Sure. Matt, I'm just trying to do. I'm just trying to hit the call to actions on these Twining's ad copy. Yeah. Okay, can you not derail me? Yes. Yeah, I just
1: have a lot of specific thoughts about brunch. So I, I, I know. Like I know. Sure but right away, f-
0: listen. They're at our platinum level. You need to <laughs> yeah. take them serious, or else they'll pull out. Sure. And we can't lose another t sponsor. Do you know what yeah. happened when Tazo dropped out? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Boy.
1: Talk about a hit to my, what a, what a shit show. Talk
0: about hit to my purse strings. <laughs> I couldn't even afford them. My purse strings fell out.
1: I buy my Tazo at job lot. It's like fucking $2, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now, yeah, because we're giving Tazo a soft boycott at this point.
1: Yeah. Actually, my, yeah. Tazo, I buy a job lot Tw- twinings or Twinnings I buy fucking Amazon box subscription. <laughs>
0: I go straight to the twinning shop in England every time I need some.
1: <laughs> Just a transatlantic flight?
0: I take a boat. I feel, <sighs> perfect. I feel like Seamer. it's so I can savor the tea on my way back.
1: Yeah, three-week trip, back and forth.
0: I feel like it um, acknowledges the spirit of the tea. And when I get back, I
1: make sure to double... You'd probably need to buy more tea at that point, well, so you turn right back around.
0: <laughs> here's what I do, okay? I buy one tea. I take a box. I buy four boxes of tea. One to take to England, I drink that on the way there. Uh-huh. One to take back, I drink that there. One to dump in the Boston Harbor Memorial. Yeah. And one to Bore keep at home. <laughs> yeah. And one to keep at home. Until I needed to get another box. Now you might say <laughs> that Perfect. that math doesn't add up. And you're right. <laughs> Cause the third box I just buy here. Or fifth box I just buy in the good old USFA.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Support local businesses. Well, I support all the local businesses. Yep. Now that we've done our ad, we've plucked it right <laughs> to the end of the thing. Um, uh, we, of course, are at our most important segment. The We always, you know, because we uh, always close out these, each of these podcasts with a segment.
1: Yeah. And I can see that it's labeled in my notes as, talk about something else if you feel like it.
0: No, no, no. No, no. no. <laughs> That's not what we call the segment. <laughs> okay that's like that's what you write that's a different that okay that is a segment lowercase s i'm talking about the segment capital s uh okay the, like the part of a centipede no 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 that's lowercase oh okay yeah yeah that's a, that's a different meaning for the same word <laughs> okay <laughs> no 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 no. we're talking about the segment the segment everyone comes to com podcast for the segment everyone was always looking forward to the segment that people What's th- that? are hashtagging every week because they can't get enough of it. And that, of course, is ghost contest, of course.
1: <laughs> ghost contest. Ghost, <laughs> hashtag ghost contest. Like ghost contest. Where we've been... Blowing up your social media. Follow us on Insta and Snap.
0: Which is our, yeah, which is our very colloquial term of, like, the ghost contest, which is we've been ranking the best ghost for the past few months Mm-hmm. and working our way up to s- determining, hey, who's the best ghost? <laughs> who's the ghost with the most? That's what, you know what? That's what I'm calling it. It's, it's called the ghost with the most. Let's be honest. Ghost contest is a little goof we came up with like the second month in. It's uh, The ghost toast. No, the ghost toast, ghosts are the ghost with the most. Okay. <laughs> and we're at put the
1: bop, the bop bop.
0: Yes. <laughs> and we're, of course, at our semifinals. Mm-hmm. And this is the contest between Casper, the ghost, yep. you know the one, famous magic, yeah, famous one. mattress mogul, <laughs> famous mattress mogul. Okay. Yep. And the other ghost that everyone knows and loves. Uh huh. Let's hear it. The ghost we all see in the corner of our eye as we're going to sleep.
1: Oh, that ghost. That guy is fucked up. <laughs> I know.
0: That's that's up. how we made it this far.
1: You don't want to fuck that ghost up. No, that
0: that ghost is omnipresent. That's how they made it this far.
1: So, what do you think? I'm trying to think of like what my favorite ghost. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not going to uh, dignify any of that stuff that you just said with like a real answer. But I was thinking about. Um, but we have to. This is how we what get what to the the, We need to. While you were talking, I was trying to think of what, like my favorite ghost that we did was. Uh, we have to know who's going to face
0: off against the ghost from House in the finals.
1: Oh, the ghost from house. Yeah, the ghost from house is my favorite ghost. Yeah, I know. It's
0: I it's a clear shoo-in for the winner. But we have to put on this this ghost dog and ghost pony show because we started it yeah. like that. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So should we just flip a coin
1: <laughs> for for Casper and what was the other uh, one? The
0: ghost in the corner of your ghost you see in the corner of your eye. Yeah,
1: as you go to sleep. No, I think it's clearly the ghost you see out of the corner of your eye.
0: All right, so. So next month we'll get the, con- the throwing conclusion of the ghost from house and the ghost you yeah. see in the corner of your eyes. You go to sleep.
1: All right. I mean, Casper's kind of a solid at this point.
0: Yeah, I know he's all
1: over all the podcasts. I to. <laughs>
0: Seriously. I'm over of a Lisa man myself.
1: A Lisa. Yeah. Like a Lisa Simpson.
0: Yeah. I prefer her mattresses.
1: <laughs> is Lisa another mattress company? It is. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard that one yet. Do they come in a box?
0: they do come in a box? <laughs> oh,
1: because Casper's great uh, innovation was putting mattresses in a box. Well,
0: Lisa also put mattresses in a box. Listen, Fuck. Lisa is on a Triple a member, all right? They don't need this ad copy. They're slumming it in bronze class. When they start paying the big bucks, they, we can talk about <laughs> like mattresses.
1: We have a very elaborate classification <laughs> system for our advertisers.
0: Well, you know what? Got to make the corporations do their work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get them affiliate link payouts. No, no, I don't do affiliate links. They're lucky for, they get exposure. I pay them an exposure and th- only if they pay me in money.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of how affiliate links work.
0: Well, no, no, no. Affiliate links, I feel like people have to use them. People do have to buy stuff. Yeah, employees. yeah. I'm not interested so, in that. I'm interested in cold, hard cash.
1: So you're literally just talking about advertising. Yes. You're going to expose their products yeah, to yeah, the people in yeah, yeah. exchange for money.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You get it. Yeah, advertising. Yeah, yeah. cool
1: so final thoughts wrap-ups on kaiden Uh, i don't have much else to say about it other than i enjoyed it um like i said it reminds me of a lot of other things and it was also a great um conclusion to the japanese horror movies that we've covered
0: yeah i think it it, this this is our last of the like um
1: pretentious foreign films we're watching right yeah we're gonna try to mix it up with some uh I don't know if I'm going to subscribe to Shudder or what, but I'm going to try to get some more. Uh, we're going to kind of get back to the spirit of what I think made this podcast uh, go for a while, which is like real dumb movies, real dumb. <laughs> <Real. laughs>
0: and this, this is almost a return to that. It's like, this is nestless squarely in between, I think. Yeah.
1: This isn't this. I mean, none actually I really, none of the hard form home movies we watched are particularly pretentious. A lot of them are real demos <laughs> or, Okay, yeah. I mean, what 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 movie we watch that was pretentious? Sure, but. Hour of the Wolf? Hour of the Wolf, okay. That might be one. I guess maybe Vampire. Vampire? Which we ages ago? Yeah. Vampire? I, I don't know if it matters how you pronounce that. I, but, yeah. I mean,
0: mentally, whenever it has a Y in it, I always pronounce it Vampire.
1: I mean, it's not like Godzilla and House and. Uh, sure, sure. But. They're d- Black Sunday and was kill baby kill They were different kind of those movies are like
0: but they're a different kind of
1: schlock i think yeah yeah but we're, we're gonna do some we're gonna go back to do some some schlockos they're
0: like they're like, they're like pbr you drink with your pinky up you know
1: mm-hmm. Which i mean i don't I, I don't use my pinkies at all when i drink pbr
0: i want to drink them out of a mug when i drink these movies yeah. <laughs> those that's what these movies are
1: yeah they're pbr out of a mug yeah it's like a garfield coffee mug
0: no, it's like a classy mug. Sunday morning PBRs. <laughs> Out of the mug, yep. I like to, yeah. I like to splash a little um, darjeeling in it. A
1: little twin Darjeeling. Ah, nice. <laughs> crack up with the Boston Herald drink some uh some, drink some PBR and some darjeeling tea mixed together. That's a <laughs> fucked up situation. What a nightmare. I call it the caboose. <laughs> the caboose.
0: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gets me going? In the
1: morning. All right. Well, our real sponsor is whalingcityweb.com. Check out whalingcityweb.com for more information about that. Uh, We'd like to start taking listener questions and comments on the show. Yes. If you have a question or a message, uh, matt at goldenhr.com. We can leave us a voicemail, which we'll play and discuss at probably uh, embarrassing length at 508-817-3408. Uh, You can definitely visit our website for our show notes, so there'll be some links on there to stuff we talked about and all our past episodes, as well as uh, links to our Facebook page and the mailing list and the RSS feed and all the podcast stuff, so you can subscribe and not miss an episode. Yes. If you like the podcast, uh, why don't you leave us a rating or review on... A five-star ...wherever you got it. Yeah, five stars only, please. Yes, please. (laughs) You don't gain anything by giving a lower-than-five-star review. Yeah, no one, no one likes four star reviews. No one likes one star reviews.
0: Well, this is how this is how the industries work. Let's be honest; it's five or nothing.
1: No one cares about anything low. Just so leave those, yep. leave those hot fives. Believe me, as a former Airbnb host, those fives are just literal daggers to my livelihood. Oh, you mean anything below five? Yeah, anything below five. Like you might as well give me a one.
0: Honestly, you know what? I, you know what? I, you know what I've, I've been really... hearing a lot about recently that what? all that all the cool, that all the teams are into yeah it's, it's called the five star challenge
1: so what you do is <laughs> you go to our podcast page so you you got you got a um it's uh what is it called you get a rope 5 pounds this of cinnamon <laughs> so you try what you're trying to do is you try to like you're trying to um deprive your rate of oxygen but not so much that you die <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no 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 <laughs> i know no nope, no nope, we're not going there David Carradine style, kid. Oh, don't teach the kids that. No, no. (laughs) You're thinking of something different. You're thinking of the five not challenge.
1: (laughs) Not the five star challenge?
0: The five star challenge is where you go to podcasts like this special one and you rate and review five stars. Even if you've never seen it. That's just what it's about. I don't think, I mean, if you're up to it.
1: Yeah, I think I think that the best thing you could do is give us a five star review on iTunes or just tell like everyone you know about how great this podcast is and tell them all to do five star reviews. Yeah,
0: just keep doing five star reviews, just do it all the time. Just like make a five star review factory.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They just turns out five star reviews. Get all your friends to do five star reviews.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest, we have a couple reviews right now and they're not five stars, which makes me kinda of sad.
0: Yeah, well sometimes we're not a five star. I mean all the criticisms
1: are completely valid. Like I totally understand. However, I wish they didn't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of times, when you have a small niche podcast and you have people who actually care about things,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they review
0: they review them honestly.
1: Uh, so you can you can follow me on Twitter at the Water Method or Andrew at Pizza Pranks. Uh, my Twitter is mostly um, uh, not a Twitter; it's just like a another way to not miss a podcast episode. That's kind um, of what mine is. Okay yeah andrews is also just like every once in a while he he sends out what he's working on
0: yeah it's you know i don't want to use twitter
1: why would i want to yell in the void at people i get no twitter Twitter's garbage so i'll social media i really am not a social media person um actually the only reason i still have a facebook account is because this particular podcast has a fan page that has like a bunch of fans on it yeah so
0: i joined a discord and then promptly set my discord to invisible so they wouldn't know when i was online and deleted yeah. my, joining, my Discord server join message. Good. People People are awful and I don't want to talk to them. No, I mean, these aren't people that are awful that I wouldn't want to talk to. I just don't like to be accessed when I don't want to be accessed.
1: Like, I've been talking on Facebook with people that I, I that, you know, every once in a while someone will message me on Facebook that I haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. And try to like reconnect in like a perfectly benevolent spirit. And it's so exhausting <laughs> that I, it's like so exhausting. Well, why do you, just... and like, I'm.
0: Go ahead. Why do I gotta connect to that person? Like I don't.
1: There's like nothing. Like I know that I should do it.
0: No, you shouldn't. But it's just, Blocking report. The
1: effort is like so much. Blocking report. <laughs> Blocking report. Uh, do you have anything that your 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 game website is pizza Yeah. Do you have anything that you want to plug?
0: Um, when does this come out?
1: Uh, this should come out probably within a week of today. <clears throat> I'll be in the Toronto area
0: at the Toronto Comics and Arts Festival, showing my game. Cool. When is that? That's um, May eleventh and the twelfth. Oh yeah, the way out before then. Yeah. What's your game? Um, it's Road to the Champ. It is a wrestling role playing game thing about how wrestling is like theater instead of sport. Cool. It's it's complicated. It's obtuse.
1: We also have another um, a podcast that we could plug. Yes. The actual Play.Network podcast. Oh, that one. I've heard of it before. <laughs> yeah, it was just a role-playing game, live action, live role-play podcast. Kind of I've thing. heard
0: of those before. I hear they're really popular.
1: They're really popular. We actually started our podcasts well before they got popular, but we have not cashed in on that popularity. Oh, popular you say you did not have a pre-existing brand to cash in on? No, I mean, I don't think that... Uh, what's that famous YouTube one? Famous Twitch oh, one, the famous
0: switch. Oh, the famous YouTube one with all the voice actors. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I guess so. But they weren't famous.
0: Oh, the one that's connected to a like a Geek King company brand social platform. Uh, was it? Is it connected with that? Geek and Sundry?
1: Is it? I didn't realize. That. I think it is. Okay. Well, and it's also, they're also their product. Their product is also much better than our product. <laughs> sure. Right. But they're also like prominent voice and all actors, professional performers. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun podcast. Right now, we're doing like a if you know what the OSR is, it's an old school role playing style. We're doing an old school role playing series. Are we putting it out? And it's uh, probably as good as it's ever been, and probably ever will be. Uh, as far as the role playing series, I, anyway.
0: I play a, a
1: petulant teen. Yeah. Against type. <laughs> um, our theme music is "The Swan Lake" dub by Dubology next month i'm i'm thinking we might do uh then we the manitou
0: uh the manitou
1: but um it might be a surprise and hopefully it'll come out a little sooner than the previous one i think least these was october so yeah
0: yeah there was a, a long stretch there where we weren't doing it yeah
1: it's been a, it's been just always something let's just put it like that yeah but uh actually we've we've we weren't we recorded a couple but they didn't make it out for various yes, reasons. multiple times. So we haven't actually been not recording. It's just like, it takes us a while to get together to record. Right. And then when we get together twice in, in, the, in the gap at both times, we fail. Yes. I, I think, I think at least one of the, I don't remember what the first problem was, but I definitely failed the one. I think you just, it wasn't recording at all. Oh, one of them audacity kind of crapped out. And the other time you, it was the wrong one. It was microphone. my fault. I used the wrong microphone. Yeah. So that's that. But uh, okay, so the website is goldenagehorror.com. I urge you to check it out.